Hello, everyone. I am the Madman Zach here at Games by Mad Matter 2. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. Sweet, there it is. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Legends of Tabletop podcast. It's episode 112 if you're keeping track at home. We've got Zach with us, and it's Zach with a CK, not a CH. So just Yep, you made that mistake the, the other day. <laughs> oh wait, that was today for you, wasn't it? Uh, it was actually last night I posted it. So that, in my defense, it was last night. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? How you doing? I'm busy. I but doing good. <laughs> yeah. That's I cool. just told the other day by my boss that I can't wear uh, graphic t-shirts anymore to work. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, do the kids wear uniforms? Maybe that makes sense. They're like, oh, well, I got to wear a uniform and you're wearing, you know. Well, my uh, middle schoolers do, but my elementary schoolers don't. And just for the record, I am a teacher, guys. Uh, if nobody understood where the reference is there, and you can actually hear other teachers coming in right now. <laughs> hey, other teachers, how you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll jump in. We'll get a little bit of background. We'll kind of meander a little bit. I know we're we're kind of short on time, but uh, how did you uh, get your your begin designing games? What was the sort of impetus to be like? Hey, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I've got some good ideas here. Uh, my first game design was actually a different game called uh, Escape from Hell, which is still actually in the, whatchamacallit, in the drawing boards. And uh, that game started up because I was bored one day at work, and I was like, how can I make a lot of people unhappy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ideas of that game just somewhat flowed through my head uh, and it's like okay this could be an interesting game the mechanics are way complicated I'd actually need to study a little bit more uh, but that's that game I am still working on it possibly okay I need to get All back right. to it <laughs> uh, Moonshine Run though came across uh, when I was actually when I was actually on the movie set of a movie called Vancouver Oasahi hmm. Sunrise Over Vancouver I was an extra in this uh, 1930s pre-world, well, the beginning of World War II pre-Pearl Harbor slash the events right after Pearl Harbor and how uh, the uh, Japanese were treated in uh, Canada during that time. Hmm. Okay, interesting. So you got, you got your mind racing and said, oh, this might be uh, a good way, not that part of it, but, you know, the gangster yeah. part of it. <laughs> yes. Uh. And that, and I was just talking to other uh, extras on the set, and uh, that game started to flow from there, and uh, it evolved a lot since the first prototype of the game. <laughs> that is a tendency to happen. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been working on it? I have been working on that for two, three years. Three years. Okay. You work off and on, like, you know, in between, like, uh, you know, sessions at school sort of thing, like uh, during breaks and stuff, or is that like a continuous, it's just always sort of in the background? I always work on it whenever I have free time. 
I get in trouble too whenever I work on it in my free time. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's like Zach, we're at school. You're supposed to do school stuff. Okay, give me an assignment. Give me something to do. Give me something to actually keep me busy because this stuff I have the whole year, the whole year's activities planned out within the first two three weeks. Right. And I have a lot of downtime as a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I'm a teacher over here in Japan. <laughs> right, right. Do, do they go uh, go to school year round over there, or no? Uh, pretty much. They have uh, 24 days off in summer. Hmm, okay. And I guess that's, that's about it. Yeah. Though I uh, recently saw an article that they might be cutting that down to 11 days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. But they do college style, right? So they get like you know they'll go for six weeks, get two weeks off, that sort of thing. No. Uh, let's see. The biggest breaks we have is in summer for the 24 days of uh, summer holiday. Then after that, there's the uh, golden week, which is only maybe four or five days, maybe a whole week. Uh, and the next big one would be a little bit of spring, which is two weeks, and then winter, which is two weeks. <laughs> so maybe uh, at max, maybe eight weeks out of the year. Well, okay, that's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. spread out. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not here to talk about your school schedule. Well, why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about a Moonshine Run, <laughs> your, your current Kickstarter that's available right now. Check the links in the show notes. Well, Moonshine Run is a, uh, like we've been discussing, is a game set in the 1930s. You are a Moonshine Runner. And yes, I actually had to look up that term the other day. It's like, what do they call that? Because I've been so much constantly calling it Moonshine Run. I've been forgetting the actual... Uh, terminology for it right and uh game the premise is that you have to go out collect the moonshine and go sell it at speakeasies or at other places after your turn and you have to avoid uh the natural hazards like cops and uh mobsters other rival moonshiners right stuff that actual moonshiners had to worry about during that time right and uh (laughs) the game mechanics actually the uh Police is very funny the way that they actually act. Azamas. Yeah, back in the 1930s, you could bribe police a lot easier than you could nowadays. Right. <laughs> Not saying that police are bribable nowadays. Wink, wink. <laughs> this depends on where you are. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where you are and how much money you have. Right. Mm. That's cool. So you uh, you you start with uh, so the the game takes place over a week. Uh, each day of the week, uh, incrementally, you'll get more free cards to start. So on uh, the first day of the week, you're going to get one card for free, and that will start your moonshine run, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. You can purchase cards with your moonshine dollars that you will accrue o- over the course of the game. Of course, you start with ten moonshine dollars. I don't know. I say, Mm -hmm. of course, I guess nobody knows unless they've actually played the game. So, mm. yeah. (laughs) So you can purchase cards to start your turn. You can also purchase cards for two moonshine dollars. If you hit a speakeasy, because, you know, they're providing you a service, you know, one hand washes the other. And then uh, you'll flip cards one at a time. Some of the cards you'll want to keep in your hand. You get cool item cards like Tommy guns or a watch that'll let you retake your turn. Uh, some of the cards are terrible. Uh, the, the, the police, <laughs> rival moonshiners trying to steal your moonshine. Uh, and you also Rough have... Night. 
Yeah, rough night. That's oh, I did that to my brother the other day. <laughs> so the rough night card, it allows you to end another player's turn. So after he purchased just a buttload of cards, I'm like, oh, well, here you go. <laughs> just don't worry about that. Actually, you're thinking of early night. Oh, early night. Yeah, yeah. Early night is the one that makes them end their turn, have this awesome run, and have like uh, 30-some points coming in. You're like, okay, here you go. Ready to do your turn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A lot of fun. It's got a nice screw-your-neighbor mechanic, like a a munchkin style. Yes. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. What was your favorite card of the item Um, cards? Out of the item card, I mean, the Tommy gun is so useful. Um, man, the mobster suit really, you know, will put the screws to somebody. So the, the mobster suit will allow you to uh, steal half of the moonshine jugs that another player has accrued over that course, even the ones that are saved in the speakeasy. So that's, I mean, that's a good one if that's the way that you're playing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, the watch is nice. Across them. Yeah. I've run across some interesting Nandeska, uh, combination of cards. And here I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to put that in the FAQ. How does that actually work? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to clarify some rules in the FAQ after I've been playing it a little bit more with some random guys in Tokyo about the Tommy gun combination with the uh, Nandeska, with the uh, mobster suit. And just to let you know, Nandeska is just a, uh, like a uh, 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 moment in the conversation. <laughs> Gosh, I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I know, it's okay. Learning a different language is tough, and especially when it interrupts your thinking of your own home language, mother language, right. mother tongue. <laughs> sure, you're you're, spe- <laughs> you're you're thinking in two different languages. Hmm. Yes. Well, let me let me diverge really quickly. How did you wind up in Japan? Uh <laughs> Originally, I uh, started studying Japanese because I wanted to write a book. Hmm. And in the book, I thought that in case I needed to write another language in the book, I needed to know another language. And I was like, huh, what is the one language that is the complete opposite of English? (laughs) Japanese. And I started studying that. I got into some of the uh, clubs at my college. Mm, introduced to some Japanese foreign exchange students that came over to uh, IUPUI, my college, and um, eventually went over, came over here to study abroad for a year, went back uh, to America, graduated, come back, and started teaching. Huh, nice. That, is it uh, one of those things where you need to have um, employment set up before you move? Could you just, like, if I was like, hey, I want to move to Japan tomorrow, would they let you in? You can come to Japan on a tourist visa and find work. It's just that you have to make sure that the work that you find offers you a, uh, a, uh, whatchamacallit, visa, a worker's visa. Gotcha, gotcha. I've had uh, people that I've known done that. Yeah, I find it interesting. I mean, you know, we, you know, with immigration and everything here in the states, and you know, big thing, you know, all that is. So I, I, you know, I find it interesting. People are in other countries, like you know, what the what the rules are, and you know, kind of how some of that stuff shakes out. Yeah, <laughs> immigration is not fun anywhere you go. Yeah, well, that's probably true. <laughs> right now, I, right now, I'm trying to get uh, permanent residency over here, so I can stay here and uh, be with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would definitely be good. And that right there 
is a pain in the behind. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, fingers crossed they, uh, you're able to get a lot of stuff worked out, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the theme is unique. It, it's pretty cool. I, I don't, haven't seen a lot of other card games, board games with a, a gangster theme, although as I'm saying that, I know they just released a, um, a Godfather board game or, or is being kickstarted or not, not sure exactly what the availability of that is, but you know, how, how important is theme for you in games, either you know, in designing and or playing? Theme is very important, actually, uh, because sometimes the theme, well, yeah, theme isn't very important because sometimes it's just uh, opening up this card game, looking at it, it's like, okay, how do you play this? But the theme actually catches you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, this is more interesting. Uh, I have to actually learn how to play this. Right. It is like uh, I am a sci-fi, uh, not sci-fi, fantasy genre book person. And uh, that's the kind of books I stay with. I actually did do a, a YouTube channel myself. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, back, uh, I went into the pseudonym uh, Gene Copper. Uh, and it was going to be a big No Man's Sky uh, podcast slash uh, YouTube channel. But with the bomb that No Man's Sky was upon its release, it somewhat <laughs> killed uh, the enthusiastic enthusiasm for that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you gotta grab a different game. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, now I don't have freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about having time for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Starcat Games uh, did the uh, the artwork for the game, which looks fantastic. Yeah, Eric has been really good to me over the years. For the uh, other game, uh, Moonshine Run Up, and. Uh, like I said, that game's still being worked on. I am getting into art every now and then because it's uh, like 200 pieces of art for that game, I think. Ooh, wow. Uh, yeah. And okay. another game I'm working on, he's uh, doing art for as well. Oh, nice. Very mm. cool. You know, and it's, it's so important. I mean, the, the art in this is, is, you know, dark, you know, kind of conveys the theme. And you've got the Tommy gun that's, you know, in the violin case. I'm going to show the card for people <laughs> who are going to watch this later on um yeah i mean it's just really you know all the uh you know on your actual cards that have the uh the moonshine on them with the number you know showing how many there's actually eight little moonshine jugs on there next to your little shack out in the woods it's just it's really cool um the burn stash yeah. card you know self self same shack on fire like it's just it's really cool it really <laughs> conveys and you know it's the first thing you're gonna see on the shelf right like you see the art and like oh what is this and it, it's it, you know it's your gateway to get into somebody's pocket <laughs> yeah art itself uh, well, besides something like uh, we in a playtest this at all, our uh, what's the other one? There's a very famous, popular one. I just can't think of the name of the game. Uh, they released a Kickstarter that they sold poop, or something like that. Cards Against uh, Humanity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they sold people yeah. an empty box for twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just like, hey, guys, we're very famous. You know, we make good stuff. Here, buy this box. Yeah. Well, you know what, too? I mean, they're they're very uh, socially conscious. So, you know, when they do stuff like that, I know they donate quite a bit of money as well. They, you know, set up scholarships for, like, STEM research and things like that. So, 
you know, I think people are, are aware of, of where they are positionally. And I, you know, I think people will, you know, will buy an empty box for 20 bucks because, you know, they know that, you know, they're, they're supporting people who are supporting other people. Yeah. Which I think it's pretty cool. That it might be a little karma because the game is just such a horrible game. <laughs> but so much fun. Yeah, the games. Yeah, the games are pretty good. Uh, the one game that I have like that is uh, we had a play test this at all, and I play it whenever I can with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Though being in Japan, finding a gaming group is a pain in the butt. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, I ha- actually had a good gaming group that started out testing Moonshine Run in, in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Tokyo, and I had to drive. I had to had ride the train about two, three hours to get there each uh, month. <laughs> wow, that's a little rough. Hmm. Yeah, right. uh, they went back, and I got a different group. The other group was actually closer. They went back, and now it's me again looking for a new group. <laughs> Do they have like a like meetup over there, like we have here in the states? They do have meetup, but uh, where I'm at is somewhat rural, so it's a little bit hard to find uh, meetup groups in my area. Sure, sure. I started trying to make some up, but whenever I do an event, no one shows up. I've been through that. Like, okay, this is very <laughs> annoying. Why bother? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, the the podcast. I I had did a, a meetup group for a little while with with mixed success, and finally just you know kind of put the kibosh on it. Yeah. So, you're you're two games in so far. Um, what do you feel is the biggest challenge when you're when you're sitting down to design? Biggest challenge when I'm sorry, Sagan. Biggest challenge uh, when I'm when you're designing a game. Uh, the biggest is, uh, biggest problem is testing for me. Mm. A lack of uh, test subjects. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I actually go through the game uh, several times on my own to try to see if it works and take it up to a group that I get scrounged together. They find one bug that I never thought of. <laughs> well, they say a game never never survives contact That's with the, the players, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, that was one of the things uh, with my new game. It's one card that actually killed the whole game. Edit. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> That's never a good thing. Yeah, I'm picking up a lot of lag on my end. Are you? A little bit, yeah. Let me try to move my phone somewhere a little bit. Open this up. Okay, how's the lag now? Yep, you sound uh, sounds right on point now. Okay. Cool. What? We have about ten minutes, nine minutes. <laughs> you got me on the clock. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm um, on the clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what sort of games do you enjoy when you play, and do you keep, like, a designer's notebook? So, like, as you're trying out, you know, maybe a new game, to be like, oh, I like that. I might be able to, you know, pull this out and use it in something else. Yes. Uh, not a notebook, per se, but whenever I see a game that I really like and I find the mechanics very useful, I uh, dissect the game. Be- part i uh unshuffle the deck <laughs> and break it down to its base components okay do you do you find when you're playing that that 
takes the fun out of playing the game by itself. Cause obviously, you know, if you're deconstructing and checking out, like it's a different, you know, a different, um, scratches a different itch as it were. Well, the thing is you have to, uh, de segment your mind into those different areas where you can be able to still enjoy it. And, uh, afterwards you could be able to dissect it. Decompartmentalize? Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> uh, recently, I was watching a YouTube review on uh, Cars 3. They're talking about the first time they just go there and enjoy it. The second time they go back to walk. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're getting a little bit of lag again. <laughs> do, what the, do you, so do you have anything else uh, yeah, not in the works <laughs> for a Madman or two games? You said you're working. You have... Uh, Obviously, uh, Escape from Hell is still kind of on the back burner. Is there anything else that you guys are working on? Right now, we have Escape from Hell on the back burner. Burner Moonshine Run is currently uh, out and ready to play. Uh, Splat, or Splash, I'm still debating on the name of that, in the testing phase. Junkyard's, Junkyard Wars is in the design phase. I think there was maybe one or two more that I've uh, forgotten about right now at this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Care Wars is that game, which I'm still designing, and I'm looking at different components. Okay, cool. I would love to find a... Hi, Alzheimer's. Good morning. I would love to find a, a programmer to help me make an app game. All right. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll jump back in here. So, fifteen bucks is going to get you a copy of the game. Um, you're also partnered mm-hmm. up with Arch Nemesis Games, and for twenty five bucks, you can get a copy of Moonshine Run and Midnight Zombie Marathon. So you get two games yes. for not a whole lot of money. That's an awesome deal. Definitely awesome deal. All I right, threw the phone out of the window, so hopefully it's better reception. Oh, <laughs> Um, you're, you're sitting at a little over 25% funded right now. Is that correct? Yes. I think it's like a 28% funded and I have 19 days left to go. So still definitely doable. Definitely doable. I think, uh, people should go check it out. If, if you're munchkin fans, if you enjoy that, that style of game, if you've got a, you know, a group that, you know, that you can, you know, kind of stretch the boundaries a little bit, nobody's going to get, uh, you know, all bent out of shape. This is definitely a fun game to play. Um, you know, for me, it's nice. It's quick to play. It's portable. You know, you stick it in a cargo pants pocket. I carry a, a, a backpack with me when I'm out and about, so you could throw it in a backpack. So it's, uh, you know, easily portable. It doesn't take up a lot of real estate. Although do you get to the last day, you've got a lot of cards on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Oh man. Previous versions, uh, I made that a lot harder to do, but people were complaining about the price of cards being extensively too expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think easy card. Yeah, you know, Moonshine nice Run game. is definitely a uh, it's easy is an easy game to pick up, quick to learn, hard to master. I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a, a strong, you know. Uh, you know, luck element as far as, you know, which cards you're going to get. But if you manage your hands, you know, uh, you know, well, then, you know, you can make mitigate that to a certain extent. Yeah. I try to mix in between press your luck and card management is like, Hmm. 
<laughs> I hope I got it good for a lot of people could enjoy it. Yep, definitely a fun game. I, I recommend it. And with that... All right. Nope, absolutely. You got to get to work. We'll all do a wrap-up here. Thank okay, you for ma'am. coming on. It's a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you real quick. Sorry about the lag- lagginess of my connection. Nope, that's okay. You're halfway, <laughs> you're halfway across the Actually, for me, not halfway, because I just go left and you're right over there. <laughs> I, I didn't. The thing is, I not understand a single word he just said oh. <laughs> because of the lag. Terrible. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for I'll coming on. I'll probably listen to it later and pick up what you said then. Yeah. Okay, man. All right, thanks a lot, Zach. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yep, take it easy. Everybody, please check out Moonshine Run. Take it easy. So, yeah. Everyone, this is the Madman signing out. All right. We're going to stitch this all together in post. So uh, if you're still on the fence about uh, picking up uh, Moonshine Run, you could check it out over at Tabletopia. You can uh, virtually play it there and see if it's something that tickles your fancy. Uh, it, like I said, it's a fun game. It's quick to play. The art's, art's nice. Uh, it doesn't take real long. It's a, it's a good filler game. Nice pressure luck. I uh, want to thank everybody for, for checking it out. Uh, we will get Zach on maybe again for a, a more proper interview. We just jumped in on him as he was getting ready to go to work today. Um, if you can uh, check us out over at legendsoftabletop.com, uh, we'd appreciate that. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach out to us at legendsoftabletop at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Legends Tabletop. We're on Facebook, G+. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on all the major places. Um, our sponsor, Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. Uh, if you want to check them out, use code LEGENDS10. You'll get 10% off your order. Uh, once we get all the mechanicals worked out, you can order the LEGENDS uh branded brew over there uh if you're interested in picking that up now you can always shoot neil an email over there at birds of a feather coffee company um we're part of the pod chaser beta so if you use code legends of tabletop all lowercase all one word you can get in on that that would be great if you could leave us a review it helps us out a bunch Uh, you could also rate individual episodes so that's an interesting thing that they've got going on over there so we hope you check that out uh Thanks, everybody, for checking this out, and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.